This past week, sailors of all walks of life took part in the Mobility Cup. Organizers call it the Regatta of Possibility. To explain more about this remarkable event, I'm joined by Karen and Xavier, chair of Able Sail Toronto, which hosted this year's Mobility Cup. Welcome, Karen. Thank you so much. Tell us about the Mobility Cup. Uh, Mobility Cup is a regatta that um, has been going on since 1991, and it is the national regatta for people with physical disabilities um, for sailing. And um, this year, we held it at uh, National Yacht Club in the Toronto Harbour area, sailing out in Humber Bay. And we had people that came from all the way from Newfoundland to Vancouver. And we had a number of people that came in from the U.S. as well to participate in the event. Wow. How did this start in 1991? What was the impetus? Well, it all started with um, Margaret Thatcher. Margaret huh. Thatcher came to Canada and presented a sailboat, uh, Bluebird, for um, in Vancouver to promote and support the concept of accessible sailing in Canada. And that um, generated some clubs that started in the Vancouver area. And then from there, it expanded all the way across the country with the concept of Mobility Cup. So the regatta started in, um, in well, the, the, bro- bird was the, the boat was brought in 1986. And it was donated to Rick Hansen mm. in honor of the Man in Motion tour. And then the boat got presented to Sam Sullivan, who then initiated the Disabled Sailing Association of British Columbia, who hosted the first few events. And the idea of Mobility Cup is to foster new clubs throughout the country to increase the accessibility of the sport of sailing. And so at each location, the idea is that that generates interest and growth and new clubs across the country. I love this, Karen. I absolutely love it. So, Karen, explain to me how um, how revolutionizing this is for people who might feel like, you know, I will never be able to be on a boat anymore. I'll never be able to sail. This was a love of mine. And, and now because of a disability, I'm not able to do this. And then hearing that, you know, there's a mobility cup. There's a whole uh, seems like a whole community that is embracing this and showing that, yeah, this is possible for all those of all abilities. Absolutely. So our um, our credo is that anybody can sail. We will do adaptations for anybody. doesn't matter what their health situation is. We will make it happen. So we do adaptations last the last few years we had, um, excluding COVID, of course, we had a gentleman who um, was using an oxygen tank. So we made an adaptation on the sailboat for him so that his oxygen tank could be on the boat with him. And then we had a safety boat that would monitor him so that um, he could have oxygen tanks changed on the water so that he could continue sailing. Wow. And Every time he had his treatments, the first thing he would say is, I want to get down to the sailing club. I want to go sailing. Oh, I absolutely love this. I love it. So talk to me about this year's event. Uh, What happened this year is just this past week. uh, What were some of the milestones and uh, 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 of being able to have the uh, Mobility Cup again and, and here in Toronto? 
Well, some of the milestones, oh boy, there's so many of them. The um, After the pandemic, there was a big lull for a lot of sports organizations. We put a big push on to uh, to invite individually participants from across the country to come and participate. We also um, made wonderful arrangements where we were able to get many hotel rooms that were accessible and we did the individual setup for each hotel room so that they had exactly what they needed. So the ratio of people with higher, list, higher level disabilities this year, um, well, we broke a record on that. Most, I would say about 75% of the individuals participating had higher level disabilities where they needed to have a lot of of additional support and adaptations and we made it seamless for them. So that is a very, very big change. We also more than doubled the number of participants from last year to this year. We had a gentleman sailing who was using his mouth to control the sailboat. Wow. He was using a, what we call sip and puff technology. So he was using his mouth, blowing into two straws so that he could bring in the sails and out, let the sails in and out and steer the boat. And um, we had a number of new participants, people that had not um, thought that this was possible for them. And so that really, it's very heartfelt for us to see somebody's life changing in an event like this. So it was very, very exciting. I can imagine just emotional watching. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of you describing this man who was using his mouth uh, to steer his sailboat and just thinking about how emotional that is and, and probably emotional for him to be able to to uh, to do this and be a part of this Mobility Cup. Absolutely. And uh, he actually got me up on the dance floor dancing at the banquet <laughs> too. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Now, um, the sailors are also divided into two fleets. Explain the competition part of this. There are two fleets. There's the gold fleet and the silver fleet. The silver fleet is where the um, people that need um, um, assistive, a lot more assistance to participate. So they'll have a companion sailor with them. They might be newer to sailing and still learning. Um, it's like really the intermediate fleet. And, and then once you've won in Silver Fleet twice, then you graduate to go up to the Gold Fleet where the top racers participate. Okay. And there are a number of trophies I hear that are handed out as well. Yes. Um, we have a number of trophies. The prizes were f- from the first five in Gold Fleet and the first five in Silver Fleet. And then we have perpetual trophies. So, for example, the top female participant, um, the top new um, new participant, so someone who has not participated ever before in Mobility Cup, the, the group of people that have, that it's their first time, there is a prize for the top one. There is a prize for the top sip and puff sailor, of which there was one, one this time, as well as a number of other um, sportsmanlike conduct and the most enthusiastic participant. So quite a few. Yeah. We, we make it fun. Absolutely. If uh, our listeners want to get involved with the next Mobility Cup, how could they do so? The first step would be to join a club like ours in Toronto at ablesailtoronto.com. So when you participate with a club, then you get the coaching and the support to be able to do um, to, to sail. So that's really the, you become part of a community and 
uh, part of the network of, of group of uh, sailors so that you can um, um, learn what you need to do to be able to uh, participate and sail effectively. We have four sailboats at Able Sail Toronto, and people can book a sail to be able to go out, and uh, frequently they will get coaching from the companion sailors and the instructors, so you can hone your skills for the next um, event. Next Next year, Mobility Cup is going to be in um, Lunenburg in Nova Scotia, and I'm really looking forward to that one, and I already have visions of lots of lobster. (laughs) Absolutely. Great place for lobster. Uh, Sounds like a special community, and thank you so much, Karen Ann, for sharing some of that with us today. Thank you. That was Karen and Xavier. She is uh, the regatta chair and the principal administrator for Able Sail Toronto, uh, which hosted uh, the Mobility Cup this year.